Hi everybody, welcome back to Tabletop Escapades. Uh, last episode was really fun. We had some some pretty crazy stuff happen. There was the the classic strap trap, as Villian likes to <laughs> refer to it, happen. Um, and we did have four of the party members, uh, which the, the, those four party members are Pomper, Moof, Zemnar, and Villian, solve the puzzle where they all had to stick their hands into the slots and share the pain of the electric shocks that were coursing through their body. Uh, an important note, uh, Kata has lost his right arm and is bleeding pretty bad. Zemnar has lost his right foot. Uh, that happened when they were traveling through a passageway. Um, but I really do want to focus on this room with the four. That's kind mm -hmm. of where some exciting things are happening. That's where I want to begin the show um, because they have kind of opened up this glass bed, this glass cage <coughs> of this Tataka that is wreathed in flames. Quick syndrome. Did anyone at the arcades play the Adams Family like? That's what I was thinking Electric of. Shock. Game? I was thinking of that. I don't one think it was dude, Electric yes. Adams Faster? Family branded, yeah. but I've, I've pl yes, yes, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, those games are brutal. <laughs> yeah, it's reminding me of that. Yeah, and just for people at home who haven't, it's just vibrations, dude. It's yeah. just steel vibrations it shaking through that's, your body. That's yeah. that's a tournament game. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Go to the arcade. Good. Buy an arcade. Yeah. Yeah, none of that. What would you rate the song "Good Vibrations"? Ten. Like a nine, nine or ten. Yeah, probably nine. Yeah. Eternal. Eternal. Yeah. Split the difference. Eternal status. Ten is correct. Thank you, Kyle. Uh, you get you get a point of inspiration. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I think they have better songs. <laughs> that was not the question. Uh, all right. I'm just kidding. Anyway, uh, in this in this room, uh, you have Tataka kind of exposed to you. What would you like to do? How would you like to handle this situation? I would like to smash him to smithereens with my hammer. Okay. I agree. So, uh, Kyle, since you were the first one to speak up, Villian raises his hammer above the Tataka, wreathed in the decorative flame, and plunges down, and something kind of uh, curious happens. I'm going to need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Ooh, those don't go well. <laughs> uh, no, that's not bad. That's a 15. That's a good one. Okay. So, the... You manage to move your hammer back, but you notice that the flame shoots off of Sataka as if it's a living creature and wraps itself around your hand. Um, it starts burning your hands, and you drop the hammer, and the second you drop the hammer and it clangs on the floor, the flame jumps back to Tataka and covers his body once again. I want to create food and drink on top of Tataka. <laughs> yes. I want all the water to land. I want 40 gallons of water to land <laughs> directly on Tataka. Okay. Uh, I really like this idea. I just want to see uh, create food and drink really quick. I don't... Did I move? I must have moved my player's handbook. Excuse me. It's not here. You want to use mine? It's it is right. on page 229. 229. Stepping out of time, 229. Nice. All right, you create up to 10 gallons of clean water within range in an open container. What? Alternatively, the water falls as rain in a 30-foot cube within range, yeah. extinguishing exposed flames in the area. Extinguishing exposed flames in the area. So I'm assuming you want to do the rain as opposed yeah. to dumping it into a container. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, well, I mean, is his is the coffin a container? 
Could I just fill this thing with water? <laughs> it's it's not really a container because it's it's like a flat bed. Okay. And he's lying on it. Got it. So you could dump water on there, but it wouldn't be like going inside of a container. Dude, okay. next one. Next one that's sealed. Yeah. Uh, That'll be a container. Just flood him. Yeah. I think you you read Creator Destroy Water. That boy. Oh, I did. I did read Creator Destroy Water. Yeah, it sounded great. Food and water is above that. It just says you create 45 pounds of food and 30 gallons of water on there the floor, go. on the ground, or in containers within range. Enough to sustain 15 humanoids or five seeds for 24 hours. The oh. food is bland but nourishing. The spoils have uneaten. The water is clean and doesn't go bad. It's a higher level spell, though, than Create or Destroy Water. So I think it would have the probably the same. Right. Water just appears many, on the ground. How many right. gallons was one and how many the, gallons is the other? The one he read was 10. This one is 30. It's so it's water. more water. That's a lot of water. But it appears on the ground. Put it like it on, doesn't put, just like uh, put the it on ground, the bed. The ground them. or containers. Yeah, yeah put them on okay. the bed. The bed's a sort of container. <laughs> the bed is not a container, <laughs> but I, I think this is an instance where we've we've always the, just done it. Yeah, yeah this yeah. the spirit of the spell is um, excellent. Yeah. So you you create these gallons of water. How many gallons was it? Forty gallons of water. Thirty. Thirty gallons of water. Okay. You create this water. You dump it on uh, Tataka and his his flames. Uh, the f- the flames get splashed, but it doesn't peter out immediately. It actually jumps off of Tataka's body, and it seems caught off guard by the water, as if it wasn't expecting this. And then the flames start limping away, and they start, like, <laughs> imagine, like, it's it's a bunch of tufts of flame kind of threaded together. Tufts of the flame start disappearing, and it keeps moving, and as it keeps moving, it, the, the, the tufts of flame keep disappearing. It's like it's, it's like makes me think of Fantasia. Yeah, yeah. Stomp it out though yeah. too. Villian again. Okay, yeah. Quickly, I'm gonna pick up my hammer and try to smash Tataka. Okay, uh, you pick up the hammer. What what part of Tataka would you like to smash? So he's laying like this. He has his hands over his chest and eyes closed like this. I, I, I know it's not correct, but face first. <laughs> that's correct. I would argue that that's correct. Okay. Uh, John Wick you, you, Yeah. Go for the brain. You bring the hammer down. Can I have you make a strength check, please? Uh, oh, that's a 14. Okay. You bring your hammer down, and you're surprised at how brittle this Tataka is. Oh. You smash right oh. through it, uh, <laughs> and you just hear a large crunch, uh, like like just bones snapping instantaneously. And you're looking at a caved-in face as you lift your hammer up. It's covered in kind of the viscera of your action. And... Uh, the liquid that is being kind of fed into the center area, the same area that you saw before, the what happens happens once again, and uh, the liquid that was once blue has now turned gray. Uh, <coughs> perhaps in response to this action, or perhaps just a lucky coincidence, can I have you all make a perception check, please? Therese, too? Uh, no, sorry, not Therese. Just the ones in the room. Oh, actually, uh, no, Therese, I need you to make a perception check. This actually does apply to you, considering the positioning. Uh, Fun fact for the players and for the audience, I actually wrote, I I have kind of a map of where you guys are all at, and I wrote Therese as Lilia. Hey, fun. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Okay, Brad, what did you get? 18. Okay, cool. Uh, Villiand. Eight. Eleven. Twenty-eight. 
Okay, so Zemnar <laughs> and Therese, you hear this, but you actually hear this from opposite ends. So, mm. Therese, the room that you're in with Doros, you hear it coming uh, from your right, okay? And then, uh, Zemnar, you hear it coming from your left, okay. okay? You hear a loud crunching sound. And, uh, Villiand, perhaps it's just the stress of battle or just what you've been through with your brother <laughs> recently, you're not sure. But you actually think that Tataka's bones are making this crunching sound, and it's kind of freaking you out. Like, you, sure. there's some horrific effect of your actions. Zemna, I'm sorry to interrupt your prayer. You may continue. Uh, there's something coming from the left side over there. It's crunching. We shall handle the crunch without you. No, I gotta go. You just gotta help me. Just drag me. You need to speak to Lingua now more than ever. <laughs> I already did. Oh, okay. Prayer's over. All right. <laughs> Bumper, give me a hand. I help him. But careful, there could be evil over there. <laughs> there could be evil over there. Sounded crunchy. That's not good. <laughs> uh, to remind you guys, um, so the... The group of four here, on your left, there is a door, much like the other doors that you've seen, uh, with an iron lock and bars that you can see through. Uh, Therese and Doros, you have the same thing, but that is on your right. That's that's the way we came in from, right? I think. No, you actually right? came. You actually came. Not uh, not this most recent time, but originally. Because I came back from the jewel room to the center room. Unless I'm confused. I'm back. I thought I was back in. I'm back in the room with the mouth creature and the first Tataka we smashed. Okay. I might not have updated that on the map because oh, okay. I still have you in the gem room. And oh, so that was the we ran back in. Yeah, okay. yeah, we ran back in. So, yeah, you ran back in when you heard the, I, the screaming. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> All the screaming. Let's just say for your sake that you still hear the... The crunching, but it's coming from a different space, so it's, it would be coming from your north. Like, where the creature, mouth creature is? Mouth creature. So, uh, if you think about the room where you originally ran into the mouth creature, yeah. the gem room was north of you. It is coming generally in that direction. Okay, so back the way that Doros and I just yeah, came. Yeah, from the gem room, yep. Okay. Sorry, I know that's been a little confusing. Oh, no sweat. No sweat. <coughs> All right, so, Popper, you are holding up Zemnar. Zemnar, you've heard this sound. Mm -hmm. How do we like to proceed? we got to keep going. Yep. There are more brittle Tatakas to smash. <laughs> I'm certain of it. That's right. Billion? Yes. Break the lockdown. Okay. So, Villian, do you go over to the lock? Mm -hmm. And before you can raise and smash once again, something catches your eye. Um, because it, it doesn't seem to be concealing itself or even aware of your presence at all. Uh, do you remember the skull that you guys fought a couple of episodes ago? <laughs> of course, yeah. You see another one of those, but it is acting very strangely. Oh. Instead of patrolling the halls, uh, there are a bunch of red and blue gems, kind of like a bed around it. Uh, and what it's doing, it's kind of alternating between two things. Like 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 a cat, it's like nuzzling against the gems, like affectionately, and it will do that for a few seconds, and then the skull will stop and kind of freeze in place, and it'll start gnashing its teeth, and inside of its mouth, 
uh, it seems like it's been trying to eat some of these gems. The gems are pouring out, and the you crunch. hear the the crunch of the the gem gnashing against the. Does it have any teeth. in its eyes? It does have two in okay. its eyes. Yep. Yeah. <coughs> um, I'm actually so there's, there's there's two of them. Two skulls? Just no, one. There's just one. Just, just one, one here. Yeah. It has it has two gems in its eyes. Okay. One one for each eye. Uh, I'm actually going to go back to Therese Doros. Uh, Palvin and Kata, uh, Therese, I guess the most, there are two pressing things here to yeah. address. The first is that you heard that sound, of course, and the second is that Kata is just bleeding all over the place. Right. Um, Palvin. What? What? He, you must heal him. I can't. Why? I simply can't heal him. <laughs> well, neither can I. Doros? Therese. Uh, uh, Therese. I I know where Lingua is. Where's Lingua? Just just do me oh, do me one last favor. Open mouth of of creature. Oh no. Kata, oh, he wants his hand back. Kata, I don't think that that's Lingua. I, I think have my foot. I think that's just a creature. Therese, I dying. Do this one thing for him, please. Uh, all right. Um it's just, uh, uh, uh Dor- Doros, Palvin, help me open this mouth. Okay. <laughs> I'll start <laughs> yanking on the, is the tongue still hanging out, or is it? <laughs> so, uh, what happened is the, oh, bit the tongue you up. were using the staff to prop it up, yeah. and the, you, the mouth closed on it, and so the staff has pierced yeah, both lips, yeah, yeah. but it's closed, and so, yeah, you can either just try to open the mouth, or, like, remove the staff, and it'll be, there's different yeah, methods gonna, here. I'm gonna try to yank the staff out by wiggling it. Okay. Around first. Um, Therese, if- can I have you make a strength check? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, I still have foresight, though. Okay, that would be a uh, 12. Okay. Minus one. It's a 12. <laughs> so you're using all of your might and... Uh, all might? All, you're using all might. You're going plus ultra on this thing. Uh, and... You tug and tug and tug, but for whatever reason, it just seems so rooted in there, and you're getting a little bit frustrated. Palvadoros, help me with this. I'm trying. D- well, Kata, you fool. We can't open it. Kata, we're, we're not strong enough. Just die peacefully, Kata. We have a mission to do. Palvin. What? That's Kata's choice if he wants to die or not, I guess. <laughs> Palvin. <laughs> what you do for group... <laughs> I I have idea at least may help before death. I have lots of ideas, Carter. Give me one. <laughs> Therese should go through the poison and kill all the bad guys. I told you the poison is gone. <laughs> I just ran through it. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> um I just had a throwback to tabletop adventures idea. <laughs> but it's too crazy. Um, nothing is too crazy. Nothing is too crazy, I promise you. Kata I have a I have a strange idea. Do you see this bag? <laughs> yes. It can hold it holds things that are bigger than the bag, and I think that when they're in there they're sort of asleep. <clears throat> Maybe if you go in the bag you'll 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 be okay until I can find Pomper to but, help you. If bleed while sleep, 
still die. That's very true. I think hopefully you will stop bleeding. I don't know, Kata. Therese, why have you never offered to put me in the bag? Because you need to learn how to take care of yourself. <laughs> put me in the bag. She hits him on the head. <laughs> <laughs> Palvin. I not have much time, but I think if you follow Lingua, you be happier. <laughs> I'm as happy as ever. Um, can I n- not tend to the wound without doing a spell? Uh, you can. We you could, can. We could try to like, like a yeah. medicine check. We yes. Could try to. Yeah, I'll try to do. Yeah, then we do that to I'll me. Yeah, um, so tourniquet on it. Medicine in like the most basic way (coughs) stabilizes somebody. I don't know how effectively that applies to wounds and like what you would need, but we can look it up because we've. I think we've only used it for stabilization. We have like a rope or something. You rip off your sleeve and turn it into a tourniquet. Yeah. All right. Though that doesn't work for like an arm that just got chopped off. You just have to. It depends on if there's a stub, I guess. According to this, it says it, it it lets you try to stabilize a dying companion or diagnose an illness. I would argue that this is you trying to stabilize a dying companion. All right, so I'm going to have you make a medicine check, please. Here we go. Fine, Kata, fine! Ooh. Oh, holy, that's really good, 19. <laughs> okay, uh, so... <laughs> Pelvin, uh, what... Beyond kind of the armor, you're you're still wearing regular clothes, right? Uh, yeah. Your robes. Okay. You're right. My, <laughs> um, my black pot clothes. So Palvin <laughs> kind of comes up to Kata, and what he does is he actually ends up taking the armor, and you just kind of like smash yourself against the wound, um, because Kata's arm is so big, it's almost like a small wall, and you're like sealing it off with your body. And you manage to stop the bleeding, but your entire body needs to remain pressed against Kata in order for this to work. Um, however, Kata's face lights up, and he, with his other arm, he just kind of wraps Palvin around, and he goes, You put someone before self. Kata's so proud. No, I didn't, Kata. I just know I'm less likely to die if you're alive. (laughs) You fool. Your mouth lies, but heart speaks truth. (laughs) (laughs) Calvin blushes. Yeah. Therese just kind of... All right, well, just make sure that the bleeding stops, and let's go. The poison is gone, Palvin. We're fine. Don't squeeze so tight! Stop squeezing me! He Sorry. needs to squeeze or the blood will start but again. I love hard. Uh, <laughs> 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 Therese. Um, oh, sorry. Kata's saying this. You not me. <laughs> Therese. I, I think we safe here. No danger in long time. Considering our situation, you and Doros should... Move on. We'll stay here and, and do what can. That's a good point. Um, see if you can get that staff out of that thing, I mm. guess, if you feel better later. But, yeah, Doros, we should keep going. I can do that. I'll work on staff. Thank good you. idea. Thank you. Well, don't bleed out, though. Therese, 
put me in your bag. Palvin, no, you need to stay here and keep this blood from coming out. You'll, you someday you will come to regret this. Palvin, Mark my words. Palvin, I will destroy you. <laughs> if you try to cross me, I will melt your face off. You will regret the day you didn't save Palvin's life. So, Palvin, I am saving your life by leaving you here. It's safer here. I won't forget about your bag. I know about it now. That's fine. I want to see what's inside. <laughs> I like open it up. There's just like an insane amount of stuff in there. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff. Oh, okay. All right. You stay here. Be good. Give me a sweet. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I give him a sweet for the bag of <laughs> <laughs> multiplication. <laughs> <laughs> now you be good. Okay. <laughs> and don't bother Kata. He's had a hard day. Okay. Doros, you ready? We have to go see what this crunching sound is. Yes. Something... I... I hesitated to say it to you. But... I heard Tataka's voice. You did? I did. Something has changed. Some... Something is wrong. He's... Afraid now. Well, I would say that that's a good thing for us. We should hurry. Yes. Uh, so we'll go back toward the, the crunching. I think that the door is open, or did we dimension door back through? Um, um, so... <laughs> I definitely used dimension door twice, so... Yeah, I think you actually dimension doored both I ways. Think I, I think, think what happened, if I remember correctly, you were, like, worried about right. the party being an yeah. issue. You like, ah, time to burn another spell slot. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the poison is actually still in the hallway. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um. Oh, damn it! <laughs> uh, looking into the poison hallway, I'm like, ah, it seems like it might still be bad. Therese, what are you doing? Cast, cast the spell. We must move. Doros, <laughs> casting those things take a lot. Takes a lot out of me. I, I'm trying to save a little energy for fighting Tataka, but eh. I guess if we're poisoned, it's just as bad. Well, we could try to go around. The other way, yeah. There was that angel thing and that giant crystal wall. Or the other way, there looked like traps in that hallway too. Uh, we can try it. We've opened those doors. I, I think it's worth a shot. Right. We don't know what that gas is going to do to us. True. Um, so we'll go back through the other. Hallway. What are you doing back here, Palvin? We're going through the <laughs> other way. Fine. The poison came back. Give me another sweet. Palvin, no. <laughs> just keep walking. I, I, I can't stand to listen to the boys crying anymore. Please give him a sweet. What, what, he won't be around us in a second. Uh, so I go through the other hallway back to the original room that we came into. So you go through the other hallway just fine, but you actually end up stopping at the door, Therese, before actually going into the room because something has changed. Oh. Uh, the door that... Uh, was bolted up. Do you remember? It had, yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. iron uh, bars sheets. On it, yeah. It's been, like, blown off the hinges. It, it's lying on the ground, um, and the sheets of metal that were barring it up have splintered off and are also on the ground. And Third there's a, party. There's a giant circular hole in the door, and you actually see that angelic figure who was once frozen now just kind of poking his head into the room and uh -oh. looking around and seeing what's happening. Sketch. Uh, Material. 
Crap. Uh, from around the corner, I'm within 30 feet of him if I'm in the hallway. Yeah. Um, let's say he's 25 feet away. Okay. Um, I, I'll say into his head, I'll say, um, Oh, there. Uh, are, we're friendly. We, we, we want no trouble. We're trying to put an end to the evils of this place. Uh, hold on one second. <laughs> Give me 30 seconds. The only thing evil here is you! Yeah. Yep. Whoopsies! <laughs> Boss aggroed. Um, instead of saying anything, the angelic light creature lets out a loud scream and you hear like an eruption and it storms into the room and it's looking around even more curiously than before. It seems angry. A human scream or like what kind of scream are we talking about? Um, (laughs) so it's, it's definitely a humanoid creature, Mm -hmm. but the, the cry feels like it's coming from like a beast. It it sounds very, very powerful. It does not appear to be a regular human. How big is this thing? Um, big. It is, it is humanoid, but it, it, it's more like a Kata than a Villian or a Zemnar. Okay. 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 So kind of a hulking tower in presence, but not a giant. Uh, like the bigger end machine. Yeah. Kane. Um, I will say into Doros's head, I'll say, Doros, mm, but I need him for negotiating. <laughs> He's a bargaining chip. Oh, my God, dude. Am I going to burn in my last spell slot on... Just Eldritch Blast. No. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can He's going to smoke us. An angel baby? You got you got this. He's not a baby. Oh, All right, well here, I can I Therese. can try something for free first. Huh? Therese. Th- this creature, it's I there's something wrong about it. I I'm terrified. Is there is there a way you could trap it in this room? It's now walked in. Do you have a spell that could could keep it here? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, uh, rats. I do have. I mean, that that crossed my mind. But uh, I wonder if it has true sight or not. Uh, true sight. I will. Uh, first, first thing I'm gonna try is I'm gonna turn invisible at will. Okay. And I'm gonna stealth. I'm gonna stealth around the side of the. Like into the room slightly to see if it can see me. So the door is closed. That means you would need to oh, open our door the is door closed. and then creep into the room. Oh, I thought we left that door open. Damn it. Blasted. All right. God dang it. Blasted. Um, Therese, what, <laughs> was, what was that noise? Oh. The, the <laughs> figure starts stomping in your direction due to Palvin's <laughs> scream. I open Demiplane under it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh... Let me look up demi plane here real quick. Demi plane. Which demi? Are you a new demi plane or an old demi plane? I'll send it to the to the kill box. It's been like a month. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You create a shadowy door on a flat, solid surface that you can receive within range. The door is large enough to allow medium creatures <coughs> to pass through unhindered. When open, the door leads to a demi plane that appears to an empty room, thirty feet in each dimension. Made. Of wood or stone. Yeah. 
I, I like the we've I, we've talked about this I feel like before but I like the idea of using this as a trap I don't know if it's meant to be a willing traversal but I mean it's, it's just a door what was Doros thinking about if not this just a big old hole uh, so the, the the characterization of Doros is he know he doesn't know anything about it, magic but he knows Therese can cast spells so like gotcha. any solution to any problem he's like just cast a spell for that so he's yeah. he, he's not actually visualizing something specific they did do dimensional door twice yeah <coughs> um the only thing here that makes it a little bit tricky is it's not like an insta trap like he would have a chance to respond so I'm not seeing any spell save DC which is what makes this a little bit hard in the past we did uh uh, dexterity. Dexterity. When so it'd be. This. So the like the way that I would approach this is it would be he would get a dexterity save against this spell. Yeah. Okay. And you're cool with that. Yeah, that's what we've done before. Okay. Basically, the way I picture it is like if you're walking down the street and suddenly a an eight by eight hole opens up underneath you, that's what this Whoa. is. Yeah. And so you just deal with it how you would deal with it. Right. Okay. Uh, this cool. This guy's got wings. Yeah, but you fall. At nine feet per second per second. Fair. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, just, you I, can't. I think <laughs> it would be. It would be like that's where it would come down to the reaction. Yeah, I would think. Yeah, okay, yeah. so what's your spell save DC? Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. And I, hang on, let me check if people have. I always forget if they have um, disadvantage on my spell save. I don't think they do because of foresight. No, they don't. They have disadvantage on attack rolls against me, but not this. Yeah. Foresight's sick. Yeah, Foresight's a ninth level spell, bae. Okay. Jeez. So, you open the dimension door beneath the creature. This creature seems to have pretty supernatural reflexes, and without even dropping below its walking level, its wings are keeping it afloat above the door. It does appear to be fascinated by the door and is looking down at it, but... It is not affected by the spell. Do any creatures from the door come out to attack it? <laughs> no. Damn it. Uh, I will... Um, I'm actually... Sorry. I I know you're just kind of getting into the thing of th- thick of things, but I am going to switch back to the other oh, side of people. I have an immediate response okay, that go for I would it. do instantly. Go for it. Because um, my Eldritch Blast can push. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I would try to shoot it on the like its top and try to push it. I don't know if that's possible. Photon exactly, torpedo, like it's it possible. Like we're reflecting? Yes. Yes. Hammer of dawn. It's possible. <laughs> it's a satellite. <laughs> Do <Doing> that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty cool back in the Bahama day. Bahama Zero. Yeah, yeah no. cast Bahama Zero. <laughs> it's a weird uh, warlock thing that lets me push it's with, with Eldritch Blast. D&D. We don't want to be too cool if you play Final Fantasy D&D. No, do you don't just want to be like a shopkeeper? Repelling Wait, you? blast. Yeah. Okay. Not me, dude. I can push yeah, things big, ten feet away. With I got a bishop. <laughs> dragoon. <laughs> Brad's a dragoon. Uh, Maybe black me. I just want to see dragoon. So just take a turn off. I'm in the air. How sick would that you be? You want to see what? Just, just want to see the description of repelling it? blast. <laughs> it's in um, uh, the warlock be summoner dude page 111 yeah. okay it's in there the warlock thing it just Every says when you hit a creature quest. with eldritch blast you can push yeah. the creature up to 10 feet away from you in a straight line 
So I guess I would have to push it away, not down. Yeah, that's that was that, and that was my biggest concern with yeah, it. Yeah, is yeah, I yeah. feel like it's moving it just on one axis, not above it. Because when you do Eldritch Blast, <laughs> it's not like you're choosing a point above it and then shooting down. Yeah. It's coming from you. Yeah. And so it's not like you can be like, I shoot it out, and then it curves above its head, and then it goes down. I don't think that's that would work. You can push it away from you guys if you want, uh, but I don't think you can push it down in this instance unless be, you were directly above it. That would be pointless. You can fry its wings. I guess I could try to fry its wings. Yeah, I'll do uh, two blasts per wing, I guess. Doros... Uh, without saying anything, starts crawling back to <laughs> the the room. What are you doing here? He's not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> Ready to fire. Yeah, he's just starting to move. Uh, I'll 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 just blast each of its wings. I guess. Actually, there's no reason to fight this thing. It's uh, coming. The door's open. Oh, the door's not open. The door's not open. The door's be not careful, open. Be careful, though, dude. Closed. This this could be a T eight hundred in T two situation where it seems menacing, but it, it's actually friendly. I tried to she talk to him and that. screamed. Maybe he just like doesn't understand or something. <laughs> I mean, know. you can. Zemnar could talk to it. <laughs> this thing is close enough to you now that you can kind of sense some other things about it. There is there is a like just powerful energy and heat radiating off of it. Like it, it has like changed the temperature of this room with its mere presence. Does it look and it just looks straight up like an angel? Like a it, classic. I angel? mean it, it has a lot of uh traditional angelic qualities. Mm-hmm. It has the nice white feathered wings that are long and kind of flowing. Um but it is a very muscular figure. It does not look Slender or peaceful, it looks like an angel of war. Right, right. Angel of war. Uh, How much facial hair? One long hair oh, coming from his chin. <laughs> from his temple. <laughs> and it just curls up when it gets hot. Just Kyle, I hadn't decided that until right now. <laughs> I just got a pretty weird idea. Ooh. Love weird ideas. Um, mm-hmm. I need to check... If alter self can do what I want it to do. Um. Okay. Where are you? A, B, C, D, F, G. Where are you? Okay. <laughs> there it is. Starts on the bottom of the page. Okay. Change appearance. Uh, you can change what you look like, including your height, weight, facial features, sound of your voice, hair length, coloration, and distinguishing characteristics, if any. Uh. You can make yourself appear as a member of another race, though none of your statistics change. You also can't appear as a creature of a different size than you, and your basic shape stays the same. If you're bipedal, you can use this spell to become... You can't use it to become quadrupedal. Uh, I wonder, would it give me wings? Useless wings? Doesn't really cover that. What do you think? If I can make myself look like a member of his race, I have an idea. Using alter self. Alter self. You transform your appearance. You decide what you look like, including your height, weight, facial features, sound, your voice, hair length, coloration, and distinguishing characteristics. You can make yourself appear as a member of another race, though none of your statistics change. You also can't appear as a creature of a different size than you. Mm. That's important. Mm. Maybe just a scrawny one. So this. Yeah, I was hoping that the females of his race maybe are smaller. Uh, I mean, you can you can take a chance. 
Wait, you're, but like you can't, you're turning into a female version of him? A female version, yeah, of his race. Okay, good luck. Gonna try it. Good uh, luck with the facial hair. You don't know. You don't know what they do. Yeah. It is, uh, you, there's a lot of unknown here. That's all yeah, we need to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I can do it at will. So, uh, so I do that, uh, and I look at myself to see if it, like, kind of worked. Like, do I have wings and stuff? You. They won't work, obviously, but. You have the, the superficial elements of this creature. Uh, you have the wings. You appear more muscular. <laughs> Um, but you are about the same size as you are sure, normally. Sure, sure. What's weird is that it says you can change your height. Change your height. At, t- at the top, it says you can change your height. I think what it means is you can't become like large or extra large. But I could be his height if he's just as tall as Kata. It's well, like I mean, it, it says very. You can't appear as a creature of a different size than you. But at the beginning, it says you decide what you look like, including your height. Right. So I think I think it's. I get okay. You decide what you look like, <laughs> Which including is your height, weight, facial features, sound of your voice, hair length, coloration, and distinguishing features. You can make yourself appear as a member of another race, though not your statistics change. You can't appear as a creature of a different size. So there are different. The way that I'm. Because there's medium, large. You yeah, know. the way that I'm including that is like you can ab- change your height within your right. category of right. size, right. but you can't be. So like, yes, you could get taller, but you can't. If this large. thing is of a different, you can't right. be. It's it's exact. Right. Well, I'm six foot tall to begin with. Go as tall and heavy as you can. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. gonna go as tall as big as I possibly can. Sure. Um, female uh, version. I'm terribly sorry. I have a bathroom emergency. I'll be right no, back. No, it's all right. Okay. And then uh, I will have to cast tongues on myself. Tongues. Parcel tongue. Uh, two page two eighty three. I can speak and understand any language. I believe is what that does. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, basically. Uh, and then I'll open the door. <laughs> okay. So you open the door, and the creature takes you in, looks at you in a second, and then immediately attacks you <laughs> with the sword that it's wielding. All right. I turn invisible and run past it, if possible. Uh, it is going to try to get an attack in, sure. uh, so I need to know your AC. Uh, 13. There's actually no way it doesn't hit. Okay. Um, Unavoidable attacks. Warp strike. Love warp strike. So good. Yeah, it is. So fun. Four, eight, eleven, twelve, twenty. Get the ultimate weapon, Kingdom Hearts 3? No. (laughs) Oh, I did not. Okay, you take 40 damage. Okay. Let me get my calculator here. Uh, And you attempt to run away from the creature? Past it, to the door behind it. Okay, so you attempt to move through it. And I'm invisible. Yep, okay. So, uh... You can absolutely move past it, so you can, it's, it's, let's say, within five feet of you, you move to the door, the door's 25 feet away, do you just want to go to the frame of the door? Through it. You want to go through it? Full um, through it. Okay, so you go five feet beyond it. But I remember from seeing this hallway before that there were holes in the sides. There are. So once I get to the hallway, I want to drop down and, like, crawl forward quickly. Okay. Um, are you 
You can only move 30 feet, so you can get five feet into the hallway. When I get into the hall, I drop to my, to my like, hands and knees. Okay. So you are able to move past the creature. However, you notice that its eyes, even after you've turned invisible, its eyes follow you as you move through the hallway. <laughs> Great. Um, when you... Plopping down was actually a smart idea. Uh, when you plop down... Some gas shoots out into the hallway, but it's not as much that shot out when you shot the Eldritch Blast okay, against okay. the pores. However, <laughs> the creature's head is turned in your direction. Mm-hmm. I think now we're going to switch over to um, Pomper, Moof, Zemnar, and Villian. Uh Can I actually have you guys make a perception check, please? Fourteen. Okay. Ten. Okay. Nine. Okay. Everybody but Popper hears this. Uh, you actually hear a distant scream, <gasps> um, and it's coming southwest of your location. It and sounds very a, powerful. So it's the angel scream. It's like I mean, you don't you don't know your character doesn't know that, but yes. But it's a freaky beast and not Palvin. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes, that's correct. Uh, in this room we're in now, is there another door to go or anything? Yes. So there's a door to your south, which you, so keep in mind that you guys kind of crawled across the place underneath. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are ways forward. You haven't been in either of these rooms. There's the door to the left with the skull and the gems, which you've seen. And then there's a door to the south, which you have not been through, and you don't know what is that direction. But there's no door in the room with the skull. There is a door, yes, yes, yes. Okay. So there's two doors, one leading to the skull and one leading south in an unknown direction. Oh, okay. These skulls have proven to be formidable opponents. Perhaps we should at least open the southern door. I agree. Let's not fight it if we don't have to. Sounds like a plan. Eyes off the jewels move. I was just thinking they might be powerful. I mean, if they summon freaky skull demons, we want one on our side, huh? Yes, we know they are powerful move. Hey, you got a bone to pick? <laughs> I just don't want to see you turn. I've seen many a friend change when really? given power. Your heart is in the right place, and that's why I respect you. But I just want to let you know I've been uh, burned alive and shocked quite a bit. For your sake, so you know, I think I think my friendly card has been stamped. <laughs> yeah, I agree. You've earned it, Move. You've done well, Move. <laughs> yeah, why don't you take a jewel? Just take one. It's all right. No, we're going <laughs> no, south. No, <laughs> we're going south. Yeah, just take a jewel. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I I would take a jewel, but I don't want to mess with that freaky skull thing. All right, well, I just meant if you could actually do it. It's gonna fight you though. Don't do it. I appreciate the uh, the gesture. You're hey, good guys, we'll, Emna. Maybe we'll get you something else, all right? Hey, all right. <laughs> hey, Move, make sure to watch our backs. Papa, I'll always be watching your back. From this day to my last day. <laughs> I feel like this has like, been said like five times, something like that along those lines with the characters. I've seen this in TV shows. This is the episode moved yeah. on. Yeah. 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 No, right. we need a flashback so, uh, episode yeah. then. Who is, yeah. who is leading to the... I'll uh, open the southern door. Okay. 
So we're you, probably in the middle. You see another hallway, uh, another fleshy hallway, Villian, yeah. but there are no uh, like poison spores that you've seen before. It God. seems clean. And so it's just a long extended hallway with one door at the end? It's one extended hallway with a door at the end. It seems clean. <laughs> Let's keep going. Okay. I'm going to just be scanning the walls and ceiling and floors for... Traps? Traps. Any Ooh. kind of... Uh, <laughs> any kind of, like, switches or holes in the wall or anything. Taking it is a little too quiet. Don't want, like, a blow dart coming out. Yeah. <laughs> Foot Clan, dude. Look out. Popper. 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 Michael Huber. <laughs> Being careful. so so badly, <laughs> so many times, I just wanted one, and you guys have done it rarely. But I just wanted somebody to say, "I go into this weird situation and I check for traps." I yeah. love it. That I was it. that was more of a Decatur joint for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Never you guys have done it. And I know Teresa's done it in this very same spot. I thought, but I just I really appreciate it when people do that. It should be called out. Uh, it's poor DM, dude. Yeah, can I uh, can I have you make an investigation check? Villain, do you continue to walk into the hallway? Uh, I was I was in front of Pomper, so I'm I'm poor. Obliged to do. Very poor. He's helping me. Six. Yeah. <laughs> I really appreciate you <laughs> tried. <laughs> Pompa, stop looking around. A true adventurer walks forth with no fear. It's too quiet in here. So, Pomper, you kind of run your hands along the wall. You smell the wall to make sure that nothing is out of sort, and it feels okay to you. Uh, Villian, you continue walking forward like a true adventurer, mm-hmm. and uh, you your your feet. It's it's kind of weird. Like for the most part, like it's always squishy, and your feet sink in a little bit. But at certain steps, your feet sink in just a little bit more. Like. Five more inches more than normal, so like enough that you can feel it. Mm -hmm. But you know, you don't get damaged. Nothing happens. Uh, However, can I have you make a perception check? Mm -hmm. That's a thirteen. Okay. Um, (coughs) You notice that you you don't know why, but every so often it's like somebody's like kind of tickling your foot a little bit. (laughs) You can feel about that however you want to. Therese, uh, I do think j- that just given your situation, you'd be tried. You'd try to be as aware of the creature that swung its sword at you as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, like I said, I gave you the information that its eyes were following you. Mm. Um, you notice that something is turning its attention to the right, no. and you the aliens that, or the angel's attention. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Xenomorphs. Yeah. Um, Xenomorphs I could handle. And it's actually moving toward the right. So away from me. Yes. We triggered the trap, dude. We alerted it. Uh, I mean, I'll just freeze and wait. Um, You guys keep walking, and there is a door that is like many of the other doors that you've seen in here. Wait, does that mean it's going toward Palvin and... It's going towards us. Kata? Or is there another door it can go through? It's it's moving the opposite direction. Okay, okay, good, good. There is actually a third door in this area that was not there originally. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. Uh, so I'll try to open this door. Okay. So you open the door, and uh, this door is actually not locked. 
Um, you can get in just fine. Um, and inside, you see <coughs> three large rows of racks of armor. And you know this armor very, very well. Thank you. You see the well. You see the armor of the Death Knights, all oh. neatly arranged, um, and it appears to be pristine. Uh, something that was different than the village at Doros, where the armor was discarded and kind of thrown away. Here, it just seems completely pristine and polished. Um, I said pristine twice there, but you get the idea. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that pristine. It's just that pristine. It's glimmering. It's Don't glowing. So. <laughs> Watch your toes. The ground sinks. Sumner doesn't have any toes on one of his feet. But <laughs> so it's up to you, Pompa. Take care of him. I will. Yeah, you don't got to rub it in. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> hmm. Seems okay. What, the armor? Yeah, it's just... Yeah, is everyone in the room? We all made it through the hallway? We all made it. Nice. Doesn't seem Dude, alive. Let's do, like, detect good and evil or anything, something like that. Sure. Sense evil, man, from this crazy armor. I have that, right? Yeah, yeah, we both got that. Okay, what page is that? But I think it's evil and good. Detect evil and good. They put what evil first for some reason. <laughs> this is more important Powerful. Sure, true. I sense that you are good. You. you have a delicious smell. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. This this armor, it's so beautiful. Careful. Don't touch it yet. Yeah, careful. Move. move. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'm tempted by power once again. I no, worry no, no. for you, move. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> these uh, these death knights, they're, uh, they're servants of Tataka, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, of course they are. Maybe we could use this as a disguise. Move like you could fit into this, please. That's a good point. I wouldn't be able to fit, but but you guys probably could, except, well, Zemnar on his foot might be a, a big tell. Yeah, it just looks like I'm injured. That's all. I don't know. It has, uh... It, it could corrupt us if we put it on. I don't trust it fully. <laughs> the last time we put on this armor, we were teleported to this very dungeon. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Is there any way we could use something to, to figure out what it could do to us? Perhaps if we had uh, someone uh, who is about, uh, who is adventurous, but also could like, if they if they got teleported, they could teleport back. If we had someone like that, um, like like Therese, like, like Birdcough. Oh, how I miss Birdcough. Me too. His sweet, <laughs> can I use sweet music? <laughs> yeah, you can. I want to detect magic on this thing. I could go for a song right now from that, God, that good old Birdcough. Birdcough would have gladly you done the You sense the presence of magic within 30 feet of you. If you sense magic in this way, you can use your action to see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic. And you learn its school of magic, if any. Okay. Is um, <laughs> it the bees again? Okay. <laughs> We're the bees. So you actually detect magic from uh, from the the armor. Uh, okay. You can tell that all the suits of the armor are are like it's just it's just radiating. And you you use the spell and you just sense it. Um, you can also tell that the school is from the school of necromancy. Mm. My old alma mater. Um, <laughs> I'm feeling a little loopy after getting my leg 
Or mm-hmm. my foot cut off. Yeah, lots of blood. Fair. Feeling a little, yeah, a little out there. I'm going to put part, a piece of the armor on. Is there a helm or anything? There is a helm. I'm going to put the helmet on. Sim, not be careful. I got it. It's okay. It's no evil here. I trust you. <laughs> <laughs> Brad uh, slash Zemnar, we've seen, I think, in this episode that, you know, risks are important and you never know exactly how they're going to go. Um, Am I dead? No, you're not oh, dead. Instant death. That'd be just <laughs> crazy. That'd be head. pretty awesome. Slices dude. his head off. Uh, but it is an interesting situation. Okay. Uh, so I need to know. I'm gonna kind of put you on the spot here. What are some, like, not necessarily weapons, but what are some like objects that you have on your person? Some personal. Uh, let's see. Got, my, got the mace from my mom. By okay. the way, I'm gonna set Zemner down as he does this, and be ready to rip the helmet off. Cool. Okay. I'm primed. Got some uh, some pieces of armor handed down the family line, I would say. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, uh, lingua necklace. You lingua sure. necklace, that's right. You have a, okay, so you have a lingua necklace? Yes. Okay, are you wearing it around your neck? Oh, always. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, Zemnar, what happens when you put on the armor, mm-hmm. the necklace actually snaps off your neck <laughs> like a magnet, Whoa. and it kind of gets squished into the center of the breastplate and oh. it fuses with the breastplate. Oh yeah. And the armor, it seems like it activates and you actually feel the armor dig into your skin. Dude, it's berserk armor. Becoming a part of you. And Whoa. you feel it wrap around your face and your entire body. Well, uh, so the rest of it comes <laughs> over and like goes on him? Yes. Whoa. You, you hear a sound. This all makes a sound. It's like cool. And it, it, co- it does it does it does do some damage to you. Yeah, it actually dig into my skin. It digs into so your it's skin. So berserk armor, pretty much. Just I, say Brad, yes. I wasn't even thinking about just that, but yes. sure. <laughs> just say, yeah. uh, just just say, say yes. yes. You take six damage. Okay, just a Nothing. little bit of damage. Chump change. Does his armor class go up? That's a good question. Uh, I hadn't actually think about. Th- let 25. me. I'll answer that for next yeah, session. Twenty-five. <laughs> we'll look at it. Um, but this makes a sound, dude. Yes. The angel-like creature in the other room, like he—he's heading towards your guys' direction. He hears this sound, and you actually hear him speak Whoa! the first time. Damn it! And he goes, <laughs> "Ah, a servant has awoken. Come." Help me purge this filth. So the, the, for the other side of the door. So that's talking to me. <laughs> oh, he's up, I don't he's know what it is. He's on the other side of the door. He just like heard the sound through the door. Yeah. And uh, he's he's kind of summoning it. Uh, so does this armor room have? It has two doors. It has two doors. So okay. it has one that we came in through your direction, and then it has one. Uh, so like when you're if you're looking inside the room, it's to your right. Do I feel more agile now, like with the armor dug into me? <laughs> you don't necessarily feel more agile, but you do feel more protected. Okay, cool. But I'll still like hobble pretty much. Yeah, you're, unfortunately okay. your foot is still cut off. So I that... think I should walk like half speed then or my movement since I have no foot or one foot. Yeah, th- you'll need a way to kind of account for, like it doesn't fix the fact that you don't have a foot. Okay. Move so your th- plan may work. That, uh, that is something that we'll we'll have to think about but we'll have to think about it next week on tabletop escapades <laughs>